Right, uh, hello, this is the uh, first Films and That uh, podcast. I'm Chris. Uh, Films and That is a small independent film site. We do film reviews, we do news on the film industry, and uh, we look to keep you as updated as possible. You have to bear with us on some things because uh, we do have other jobs, things like that. It's, it's more than our spare time until it gets going. Uh, but we've enjoyed your support so far, and uh, we hope you enjoy our new podcast addition to the site. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm here today with Rob. Hi, right, guys. And uh, we'll be talking today about films of this past week, which we've got The Iron Lady, The Artist, Goon, and we'll be looking at the films coming out next week, and just some general musings of uh, 2012, which looks to be a good year in cinema. So... Rob, what did uh, you see this week? Uh, yeah, uh, yesterday I saw um, Goon, uh, which I went into, well, I knew I was going to enjoy it anyway because I'm a big fan of Sean William Scott. Um, so I actually, I, regardless of what, what the film was going to be like, I probably would have enjoyed it. But uh, as a bonus, it was it was really good. I, um, I really enjoyed it. It made me laugh quite a bit. And there was quite a, surprisingly quite a few poignant moments. I think that's probably because... Uh, it was a sports film, and uh, I usually get I usually get carried away with uh, things like that, especially when you know there's an underdog winning and things like that. Well, especially in American sport as well. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, it's me. Um, yeah, I do. I mean, ice hockey is like something that I only know a little bit about, but um, I've always been quite interested. Uh, I was I was I was looking online actually a, a couple of weeks ago for the book because it's actually like based on a semi-true story. And I've always been fascinated by uh, like the the role he plays, like the enforcer on the team, because obviously like he can't he can't skate, he's not there to score goals or anything, but like it's just the guy who's hard as shit who can who's <laughs> there to look after like the star player and beat up anyone on the other team. So it was uh, yeah, it was, it's, it's I definitely recommend recommend it, especially if uh, if you like sort of any of the Apatow comedies. It's a bit it's a bit like that, um, sort of a bit maybe a bit more watered down. Um, and obviously, like I say, Sean William Scott. So yeah, yeah. Is it? It's written by uh, that Jim Burrushell, isn't it? Burrushell. I don't know if he wrote it. I think he. I think he. He produced it, and he's definitely in it. Um, yeah. I. I don't know. Hang on. I don't know for definite that he. Uh, that he wrote it, but it's got that sort of like stamp of comedy. Like you know, it's dirty and it's full of dick jokes and things like that. Um, it's yeah. got all, like, <laughs> you know their their stamp of. Uh, of like comedy on it um but it, it you know it, it it hasn't got old for me yet like it still it still works you know so i think uh, like I said, a lot of people have came out of that uh film and a lot of them have kind of said the same thing that even if people did think it was bad it was good because yeah. it was bad yeah you know yeah, so. it's definitely that sort of film yeah just looking here yeah he uh, he did write it and he wrote it with evan goldberg who was the guy who uh, co-wrote Superbad, so yeah, like I said, expect a lot of dick jokes and shit jokes and things like that. But like, yeah, it does uh, it does work. It hits again. So yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think the films I saw weren't uh, weren't on that level. I guess this week. Uh, <laughs> Not really. Uh, the Iron Lady was pretty much terrible as a film. Um, <laughs> so now, the Iron Lady is getting a worse review than Goon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a pretty bad review. I mean. I, I went in there, I mean, I'm not a conservative, and I'm not Labour, I'm definitely not Lib Dem, I'm kind of just, take things as it goes. Yeah, so to take... can we, should we say at this point that the political views you express are not the views of films and that, just you yourself? 
Yeah, it's just me myself. Yeah, I mean, right, I, okay. I went just in there with an, out there because you, know, yeah. you never know who might be listening. I went in we, there with an open mind. Uh, I didn't want to sit in there and be like, right, well, you know, this, that, and the other about Thatcher, which a lot of people have done. You know, a lot of people came out and went, yeah, I hated Thatcher. Um, the movie was great because it showed the bad side of her. And I was like, all right, good for you. But I went in there with an open mind, um, hoping for maybe a King's Speech type of affair. Yeah. Um, and what you mean, a that. film that we don't really ever need to see again that was pretty cinematically impressive, but uh, yeah, everyone needs to get over. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I think well, this wasn't even that, though. You didn't need to see it. I mean, they just brought it out. Well, they shouldn't have brought it out, but they brought it out at the worst possible time as well. I mean, we've got a conservative government. It's yeah. in a recession. Um, Cameron's making loads of cuts. Thatcher made loads of cuts. I mean, there's too many similarities going on in the film and real life and then yeah i, uh, I heard that i heard uh, david cameron like he criticized it a little bit because he said um that it shows like her battle with dementia quite a lot and that it was quite graphic in its depiction of that um and i, I like that was my immediate thought it was like maybe they could have saved this like a year or two not being not being disrespectful but she's probably not going to be around too much longer like and then use it as more of a positive look back um but like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm going. On, I haven't seen it, so I'm going on. I'm going on purely what I've heard. It but, is um, all about dementia. The whole yeah. thing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of filming the flashbacks, and this is I'd like flashbacks every other second. It was ridiculous. I mean, were the flashbacks accurate, or did she not know what was going on in them? Or... To, to be honest, I didn't know what was going on. I mean, <laughs> it starts off with old lady Thatcher uh, talking to a husband that's dead. Um, he's just wafting around. Um, and I was just like, "Is I mean, is this even true? Like, does she suffer? Do, is this what's happened in her life to date? You know, it's a bit awkward watching it because she's still alive." Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, like I said, I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe she doesn't know herself. That being said, what was what was Meryl Streep like? Because like they were saying, it was an amazing performance and everything. Um, it was a good performance, but I think it's a good performance because. She's clearly the best part of the film, but there's not much for her to go on because the, the story and her characters, for some reason, is really basic. I mean, the all of the events over, over the life, I mean, Thatcher was what, in government for like 11 years or something? Like one of the longest running prime ministers? Yeah. First female prime minister, so there's a lot there, and there's a lot of big things that happened in this character's life. Oh yeah, well yeah, she's, she's fairly famous, yeah. And they just seem to gloss over it all, so I don't think... As, as well as Meryl Streep did, she doesn't really get a chance to, I don't know, get her teeth into the role because there's not much meat there. You know, it's. Yeah. I just felt that they kind of gloss over everything. Like minor strike lasts about five seconds, and yeah, I suppose that's one of the problems you run when, like, one of the risks you run when you got a film that's covering so many, like supposed to cover so many things. Um, you know, without making it five or six hours long, like yeah, yeah. What, what do you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah too many things in it, I think. Um, I think that was its downfall. It just had too much to use, and they tried to use all of it. I don't think that would. I think what would have been better. I mean, plenty of people know what Thatcher politician was like, and you have your opinion based on what you think her politics were like. But yeah, not yeah. many people know Thatcher, the woman, and what yeah, yeah. she had to do to get into power, and what she was like family-wise and things like that. Like you don't really know that, and you don't really see it. Still, you just get like little snippets of it. 
Yeah, and even that bit's confused because we don't know how much of what she's remembering is true yet. Exactly, yeah. I mean, you don't. I mean, like I say, I mean, it's, it's meant to be like her husband's been dead for eight years, and it, I'm assuming she's been having hallucinations of him for quite yeah, some time, yeah. judging yeah, by film. Yeah. And I'm like, what's you know what's going on? Like, is she has she been like this for so many years? I mean, do people actually know this? Like, I'm yeah. assuming it's true because it's in a film, and I wouldn't have done it if she's still alive. Yeah, but, um, but you'd say in, in general it's more like it's more about that than it is about her in a way. Then it's more yeah. about the, the, her about like battles with dementia as opposed to the story of uh, Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to, I didn't want to like go in there and come out thinking, oh well, you know, Margaret Thatcher had a hard life, blah blah blah. I didn't want to come out being sympathetic, but I didn't want to come out going like, oh yeah, pro Thatcher. I, I just wanted to see the film, and I thought it would have been better if it just started off with young Margaret. Progresses through her life, the highs and low points, the fall from power, to the woman that now is quite a frail old lady, battling dementia and things like that. It would have been quite a good thing to leave, and the fact that yeah. she probably had it. And then you kind of could have came out thinking, well, you know, there's a bit of emotion in there, you know, a bit of power behind it. But you start off at the end effectively. You know, you start off with this woman with dementia, and then you end with this woman who's I get into grips with it. And yeah, um, you kind you- of. I suppose like you know what's going to happen then. I suppose, yeah, because uh, yeah. you, know, you don't like care by, the, by halfway through. You just yeah. like, well, I know where she ends up. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even if she doesn't, yeah. Yeah, it's just like I, I, it wasn't. It wasn't a good film. Um, a lot of people came out quite disappointed about it. Um, yeah, it's been really. Yeah, it's been pretty polarizing, isn't it, of, of opinion? But I think that might be more because a lot of people would naturally want to defend a film about. Margaret Thatcher, wouldn't they? I think that's yeah, that might be why that's the case. Yeah, I guess it depends where you see it. I mean, obviously we're from the northeast, so yeah, it's yeah. not going to do well regardless of in the northeast. Yeah, that's true. But it might do better elsewhere. But, um, but the other film I saw, which was a, a really big surprise, was The Artist. Oh, it's yeah. a silent film, and I've, I've seen old-fashioned films before, uh, all black and white films. They're a bit cheesy, a bit like daft regardless of if it's meant to be a serious film <laughs> and um, I thought I'm not going to enjoy this I'm not going to be able to follow it you know, there's no words spoken I went in there and really enjoyed it it's probably one of the best films I've seen for a while it was oh, really, really really good I mean it flows really easily I mean no one's talking in this film and you can follow it perfectly it's really really easy to follow I think that's quite a, a feat for the director where they cut where they have um like uh between images they'll have like uh like a thing with like some yeah the black box with uh yeah some writing they do they do at points but there isn't many i thought it would be every time they talked something like that would come up yeah yeah. some conversations you kind of just have to go off like the facial expressions and the way they've either stormed out the room or the way they look like if he looks a bit down while they're talking because even when those boxes come up there's like a line just one line in it, or maybe it's two at most. Yeah, it's usually more to sort of like sum up the sum up a scene, isn't it? And like, yeah, yeah. I'll give you a mood of what the scene's going to be like than than what's actually being said. Yeah. Like when they were coming up, those little boxes, I was like, all right, I'll wait for the little box to come up, and then I was like, all right, well that's what I was thinking anyway. You know, you would already think that's what was going on, and then that just like kind of confirmed it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah I'm, looking I mean, for, I'm actually really looking forward to seeing this. Yeah, I mean, it's it's quite a surprise. Uh, like I say, I mean, most people won't want to go and see a silent film, but um, the musical score in it was pr- uh, pretty decent. The acting, like I say, considering no words spoken, uh, was decent. 
Uh, yeah, it was just an all round. It was on. It was a nice movie, I think. And I was, I was sat there thinking I was in the 1930s. Yeah. Watching a black and white film. There's hardly anyone in the screen, so I thought it was just like, you know, one of those rich pumps back in the day who can afford to go to the cinema. <laughs> yeah. And well, uh, nice. in this cynical age, it's uh, it's nice to have a film where you can do that in it, you know. Yeah, it, it was it was uh, it was a really nice film, and I would recommend it to anyone to go and see because it's something so vastly different than what we have today. Yeah, I think I think it'll be fairly. I mean, regardless of how well it do, does, and I actually think it'll do really well because obviously it's the sort it's 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 Oscar bait, isn't it? It's the sort of stuff people oh, yeah, eat definitely. up because uh, it's different and it, you know without even seeing it, I can tell it's it's going to win a lot of awards because of how different it is. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be, I think it'll be fairly. I mean, whether or not it'll whether or not it'll be something that they'll uh, that they'll mimic and will we'll come back in in fashion, or whether they'll try and use it again, I don't know. But I think it'll be fa- like fairly important and defining of this sort of age of, of cinema because, like, obviously mirroring it, you've got just everyone's making a fucking three D film at the moment, and yeah. they're inevitably really really bad. Or there's no point in being in 3D. If it's a good film, there's no point having it in 3D. If it's a shite film, oh, we'll just put it in 3D anywhere. Um, so obviously to mirror that, it's nice to have something like this where it's like, uh, it's more of the cinematic art form, isn't it, you know? Yeah, I mean, the, the film actually is good because the film is the, the, the fall of silent, silent film. So you're watching a silent film about silent film. Oh, right, okay. uh, And then it's about it's talkies. Better, I I'll be able to handle that. <laughs> I mean, he, uh, the, the main actor, uh, the main character, George Valentine, is a silent film actor and he's fighting to keep silent film alive. And then uh, because the talkies have just been introduced, ah right, okay, and that they're taking over and things like that. So yeah. I mean, I don't want to ruin the plot for people. So, but yeah, I mean that's the general gist of the film. But it is a, a superbly shot film, and I'm, I hope no one goes right. That's done really well. We'll do a silent film. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it ruins the magic of what, like what you see. Yeah, so. I mean, that, I reckon that'll. I mean, we talked about cynicism a second ago. I think unfortunately that'll come down to how much money it makes, or if it makes a lot of money, um, you know, I could see there being a few more uh, with similar similar sort oh, of things. I mean, that being said, I mean, it, it is fairly small film, isn't it? Really, like it come out. You know, as I could be wrong, but uh, if it if it is as you know if it if it does as well as I expect it to do at awards as well. Uh, and it makes money, then you know. Yeah, people I mean, are quick to jump on things like that, aren't they? And, uh... If it makes money, I mean, just look at Transformers. The last Transformers was meant to be the last one. Uh, made a billion dollars, and they're like, right, we're making four and five. And then Pirates yeah. uh, of the Caribbean three was meant to be the last one. They made four. Four made a billion as well, and they were like, right, we'll make five and six. So, so it's they're just making like, two more Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, apparently, so don't quote me on this. <laughs> but apparently so. But apparently. One more Pirates of the Caribbean is too many for me. Like, there's just no need. There's no need to keep flogging that that fucking dead horse, man. You know, I mean, if it's making a billion dollars, I mean, that they have to do at the end of the yeah, day as a business. That's how they justify, it, isn't it? They might Johnny Depp might as well just fucking stay in character now because he can't. He's not doing anything <laughs> else, is he? Let's face it. Every that's everything true, he's, yeah. everything he's in now he's just Captain Jack Sparrow in a way, just sort of. Minces around with those cheekbones, doesn't he? So, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I don't understand why they would, why they would keep getting and make those films. But fair enough, if they're making money, they're making money. I mean, even if they made another one, and even if it did uh, badly, they'd probably still make a chunk of profit on it. Yeah, you know, it probably dropped to like seven hundred mil, which is still 
a, a shitload of profit, so yeah. they might stop it then. And uh, but other than that, I mean, they'll probably keep it going. I mean, Fast and Furious Six is coming out next year or the end yeah, of this year. I mean, that's just fucking. I mean, it's getting ridiculous. Yeah, yeah Resident I, Evil Five. Honestly, yeah, but no. I mean, that's the sort of thing where Fast and Furious now to me is sort of like when you see uh, a pawn where they've put like. Uh, seven or eight on the end, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where I can't remember what that one in South Park is, where it's like backdoor sluts nine or whatever. It's got to the point now where they just, it's just like Fast and the Furious, and they just stick, obviously stick the number on the end, but it's the same sort of like, I mean, to say it's the same stuff, asinine, it's a waste of time to say that, isn't it? Because everyone, everyone knows. I think with things like Pirates of the Caribbean, the reason they make so much money, Transformers being another one, where obviously you can sell the toys to kids, and I, uh, Kids like parents who just who don't know what to do will just take the kids along to see them anyway, so they make shitloads of money. Then they want to buy the toys from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think Lego that's like, and stuff like that. It's the same with the cars. I mean, the first cars did so well, and the toys for cars um, was like you know the merchandise side of it was probably the bigger side of that film. So that's why yeah. they made a second film, and the yeah. second film's absolutely shite. I mean, the raps the pretty pretty much ruined that franchise now and I don't think they'll be able to make a second one there's a lot of people who are disappointed with that film oh well that might be a bonus if <laughs> get well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sick of Owen Wilson I'm, I'm sick of hearing his voice <laughs> I just don't want to hear his voice anymore <laughs> I mean at least you don't have to see his face in that film but even then I mean it's, it's he's just got one of those voices it's like Nick Cage as well it's like I feel like they're just flogging these actors that aren't really doing much anymore. Put it in the film and hope for the best. Yeah, I, when I was in the cinema yesterday, I mean, I got a trailer for uh, for the new Ghost Rider film, oh, and uh, it is it's the same. Like, I think I think what the, the thing that annoys me so much is, um, as like sort of an aspiring writer and someone who like who loves original ideas, uh, no one seems to fucking have them anymore. And if they do, they just sort of because you can't make. Um, money like a, a lot of money with them it's just this, it's rather bringing the same old shit out again you know i mean i thought ghost rider was poor when it came out and that was when was that was that like four years ago it, um, yeah i mean it it was bad i mean he looked he didn't look as though he'd be i know he's not a superhero i don't know what he's meant like a, a superhuman entity thing you don't believe it that it's nicholas cage yeah, he, walk, yeah. he walks around like a a fucking puppet, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't believe Nicolas Cage is anything other than Nicolas Cage, and I haven't since. I don't know. I don't know what the last good film. Probably since Conair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, National Treasures were. You know, that's yeah, his, I think Conner, that's yeah, his type yeah. of thing now. Yeah. He could probably get away with the third one of those and then end his career and just yeah. hope his taxes paid off. Yeah, I mean, to be totally seems, honest. It seems really weird that after what I just said, um, that I wouldn't mind if they made another National Treasure because I actually quite enjoyed those films. Like. I thought they were quite fun. Um, yeah, well, he doesn't have to do much in them because there's not much action to them. Yeah, so, yeah. like, he, he sh- he's fine doing that. But yeah, Ghost, I mean, Ghost Rider was out in 2007, so it's five years. Yeah, I don't. When the new I, don't one comes I, really, out. I don't understand the thinking behind. I mean, again, it's that's <coughs> it's not going to be the same. It's not going to appeal to the same audience because the the people who are like hardcore fans of the comic hated the first one. Yeah. Um, so, I, like, other than other than doing it so that they can release. Uh, Ghost Rider Lego. I don't really know why. You know what I mean? I don't understand. But looking at his his filmography here, he's got another like like three films as well as that to come out this year. 
to go with the four that he did last year. So obviously, I mean, we all know just, about the. He's the just shit in films, isn't he? He just can't help yeah. himself. He's sort of like a white Samuel L. Jackson, just. But obviously, Samuel L. is doing it because he loves the money, whereas Cage doesn't really have a choice right now, does he? You know, I mean, he's seen what's happened to uh, Wesley Snipes, and uh, he's thought, yeah, I'll do anything to avoid that. I mean, uh, like Trespass, horrific film. I mean, I, I work in a cinema, and I the only people that saw that film were the people who went for free because Sky were giving out free tickets. <laughs> That's the only people who saw that film. I think one person had bought a ticket, and we just looked at them and were like, what are you doing? You know, why, why are you going to see this film? It looks bad. Even Nicolas Cage wanted to get out of that film. That's how bad that film was. And he he was like, I, want, I don't want to do this anymore. This film's shit. You know, I'd rather have been the baddie, not the goodie who gets killed or whatever happens in that film. Well, and they were like, yeah. Yeah, they were like, well, I don't think anyone cares. It's <laughs> not that bad a film, it's to be totally really honest. Like I'm no sorry for the do. five people that might watch Trespass and enjoy it. <laughs> They're not uh, listening. Yeah, enjoy. exactly. So, um, yeah, and they said that, no, you've got a contract, so you're just going to have to like live with it. And <laughs> that was it. Oh. So we were just treated to a lot of shit for an hour and a half. It says here he's got a film called The Crudes coming out in 2013 as well, but I think that's quite interesting that they would pencil him in for that because, let's face it, if he's not paid up by the end of the year, he might be in jail. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Risky to take him on for a project after this year. I would have thought for now. You know what I mean? I'd see. Uh, I'd see how it goes. You know. I mean, he. I mean, he did have. He did have some good films. I mean, oh, yeah, I think. I mean, his back catalogue. I mean, the man had a stellar action career in the late nineties, like The Rock. Um, face I off. love The Rock. It was awesome. Connor, uh, yeah, that, uh, those films are yeah three of my favourite action films. Um, and and uh, leaving Las Vegas is like his performance in that's incredible. But it seemed that uh, I don't know. He, he, he I don't really know what happened. What, what happened <laughs> to him? But I think probably seeing him in Gone in sixty seconds when I was a kid and loving that film because like obviously I was a kid and everything and it had fast cars and stuff like that. But um, he never really seemed to not be that character anymore. Um, but like afterwards, like every 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 film I saw him in, it was well, yeah, it was Nicolas Cage. And what what's weird is when people say, um, you know, like a criticism of Denzel Washington that uh, he can only play Denzel Washington, but that doesn't matter because. Denzel Washington's a really cool character. Exactly, uh, yeah. I mean, Nicholas every film Cage he does is, is he, pretty... Nicholas Cage is boring as shit, so it's like, <laughs> yeah. if he plays himself, you know, no one's interested because <laughs> no, no one gives a fuck about Nicholas Cage. Uh, the, Denzel's got um, a film like The Share, hasn't he? Safe House. Mm. That, I mean, yeah, that, yeah. Actually, that looks pretty good. Yeah, I yeah, mean, with our boy, Ryan... Uh, yeah, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. I mean, you yeah. can't go wrong. Definitely uh, Eye candy and uh, an awesome actor, so <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm but, quite looking forward to that. I've been watching uh, watching the trailer and that, and it uh, it looks pretty pretty good. It's it's it looks to me like it has a similar sort of feel of uh, of um, what's the film I'm thinking of? Uh, sort of Precinct Thirteen and sort of uh, that with with Training Day, obviously, because Denzel's in it. Um, yeah. But I, I do think it looks pretty good, and uh, I think it'll thing. probably hit around the same mark as around same Pelham One, Two, Three, and Unstoppable, because like they're the latest two films yeah. Dental's had out that have done well yeah. um, I feel it like it's gonna, it'll just hit that crowd again do yeah. and it'll do a solid number which I'm glad Ryan Reynolds is in it because it'll be a decent film and he'll get some credit for once <laughs> yeah. instead of doing some awful shit like the change up or the Green Lantern which was probably the worst 
comic book ad- adaptation ever. I mean, that's got to be down the bottom there with uh, Ghost Rider. It has to be. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I, um, I mean, I don't know where I where I would where I ranked it in my my worst films of last year, but uh, it was certainly really high up. But yeah, I, I don't, I, I didn't like. I think everyone now, because unfairly going to get either compared to Batman if they try and take it seriously or uh, sort of Iron Man and Thor uh, if they don't take it too seriously but yeah. that's, even that's too high a bar to sort of be comparing Marvel sort of know how to do their, like how to do their, their comics as films they've sort of got a better idea now than they did um, yeah when they were making yeah. like, like, like real shit um, but D, D, DC like I mean, other than Batman, um, and obviously there's this the Superman reboot coming out, isn't there? That's sort of like I think they've they've really got like with everything else other than Batman, they've got the point to prove now because Marvel have sort of done. I mean, obviously, other than making fuck loads of money like they have, um, they've, they've some of them actually have actually been watchable, you know. Like yeah. I enjoyed both the Iron Mans, and I thought Thor was really good as well. I I mean I liked the Incredible Hulk the one with. Ed Norton in it. I mean, I like that Hulk, um, which a lot of people didn't. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, and Captain America uh, was probably I'd say the weakest out of the five of those films. I wasn't yeah, that keen yeah. on that film, but yeah. they're still watchable, like you say. Um, I think Marvel are doing much more justice with their material than, like, like you say, DC. I mean, DC have had a, a shitload of Batman films out, and some of them have been horrific. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I think like. I can't imagine that anyone will make another Batman film again, like after after this after next year, because it's just it's pointless to try and to try and compete with that now or to try and make anything. Yeah, well, uh, apparently they are meant to be rebooting it straight away. Really? Yeah, there's rumours around the water cooler, as they say. There's Uh, no need for that at all, is there? To reboot it straight away so that it can link in Superman, something like that. That's a fucking terrible idea. Yeah, there's no there's no need to do a Justice League because. The, there's just, well, there's just no need to be honest. I no, mean, you don't. Well, Bat- I mean, the Batman films hold up as, uh, um, as like action, uh, drama, crime, thrillers. You know what I mean? They hold up as that. They don't need. Yeah. They don't need to be link- like labeled as superhero films in any way, do they? Because they like they actually hold up as as like standalone films uh, separate from that genre. And I think the idea of like trying to do anything with it now, it just, like I said, I think it seems pointless because you're not going to improve on it, are they? You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, I think Nolan's pretty much hit a peak. Yeah. And I think it's going to be difficult for him to beat the Dark Knight with the Dark Knight Rises. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've, he's uh, giving himself a big, uh, big task. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's pretty much giving himself like Everest to climb to beat yeah. that, that film. And it might, I don't think it'll win. To be totally honest, I think the Dark Knight will be his. That'll be his, you know, TV topper. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we, I, I think we, we both seen the, the prologue, haven't we, for the, uh, for the new Dark Knight film? And yeah, like, and it's the issue. We, we both got the same issue basically. That I think everyone who's seen it does is that um, you just you can't you can't hear Ben. You can't understand him clear enough. The story to flow. Like I, I was constantly sort of having to think for a couple of seconds afterwards what it was that he was saying and try to like like dissect it um and by that time you know you'd miss what he'd said next <laughs> yeah yeah or he fucking broke somebody's arm or some shit like that you know yeah i mean what i what i found is while i was watching that it was the fact that they managed to make a mid-air i mean this is a bit of a spoiler but i mean you 
you won't yeah, yeah. get you don't to. Yeah, the scores. Look away now, Lola. Yeah, you, I mean, but I don't think you'll get to see this in the film anyway because you didn't see the Joker prologue on the uh, a prologue on the Dark Knight, so you probably won't see this anyway unless you're looking oh, at it right, online. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was, unless it might have been. Uh, I, thought I, the, I thought it was the heist at the beginning. I, I could oh, be wrong. I could be wrong. I, I think it might have been. Um, but even if you do, um, I give you a say, I mean, they managed to make some, well, I'll keep it as vague as possible then. They managed to make something that sounds really cool on paper, really boring. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there. That's pretty easy. Like, that's, that's the only way I could sum it up. They make something sound ridiculously cool on paper. You, you, if you looked at it, you'd be like, this sounds awesome. This is going to be awesome. This is Chris Nolan. This is Batman. It's got Ben in there. This is going to be an awesome like prologue, and they make it boring, and then you, and then you can't hear Ben say anything anyway. So it's I, going to be a I bit. Think I agree with you. Like I think, um, like you say, like the, the stunt that they do, if you will, uh, for that would be the opening, um, and obviously from the trailer we know they blow up the uh, the American football stadium and everything. Uh, and obviously, the, in the trailer, there's the the breakout from the prison where everyone's got you know everyone's got machine guns and stuff. It looks very, very, very sort of actiony. And I think one of the things that I liked so much about Dark Knight, especially, was uh, because of the sort of bad guy that um, the Joker was. Uh, the action wasn't it wasn't just going to be like constant fist fights. And I, I just yeah. have a feeling that although they've said that Bane's going to be super smart and he works out his identity and what have you. Um, Looking at the opening sequence and looking at the you know the the trailer, I don't know I don't know that it's going to follow the same thing because obviously I mean like for starters the guy's an absolute beast so yeah gonna... I mean he's a, he's a physical opponent he's not a yeah like a, a mental challenging one you know it's, it's yeah. going to end up being fistfights galore I imagine it, yeah exactly and I think that that might um that might like detract from it a little bit from what from one of the things like I said that I enjoyed so much about the Dark Knight which was that the Joker was like a like he you know he outthought him and um obviously the way that he he, he pushed the boundaries and the limits because obviously he couldn't just uh just go and knock him out you know exactly yeah I mean I think I know we've gone a little bit off topic, but I think Bane was the wrong choice of character for this film. I mean, there was a lot of talk of the Riddler being the main character for yeah. a while, and you I think, think that would have been too similar to having just had the Joker, though. Yeah, in, I... in a sort of real world setting, like the like the Gotham that like Chris Nolan's made, you couldn't really have anything even remotely near a Jim Carrey, could you? So, like, I don't know outside of like the way that the Joker was like mysterious and sort of leaving his joker calling cards and stuff like that and 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 infiltrating the the, the system and things like that i don't really know what you could do with the riddler because i guess yeah because i mean he, he he leaves his calling card around, doesn't he which is the question marks question and mark, things like that yeah. things like that so i guess yeah it probably would have been unless they were going to get jim carrey in which case that would have been interesting <laughs> <laughs> would I mean, eddie murphy that. was around for a while as a rumor which would have been murphy. Really? Yeah, Eddie Murphy, yeah, it'd have been, it'd have, well, it would have been <laughs> shit, to be totally honest, yeah, but... but that, would have been what, that would have definitely been uh, a must-see. Can you imagine that? That's a brilliant... That's a brilliant <laughs> it's a brilliant idea. Eddie how Murphy would Nolan a joke. go with that, man? That would be amazing. Uh, then you'd be able to see how good a director he is, because if he could get a performance out of Eddie Murphy as the Riddler... Then then well, he deserves the crown. You know, yeah, he deserves, well, if he can yeah. do that, then he deserves the crown. Yeah. To be totally just, honest. I mean, I think probably after Dark Knight, he was just looking for ways to make it. He was like, "This is this is too good. I've got to try and make this a bit of a challenge." You know. 
Yeah. What's I'll, I'll... Murphy doing? <laughs> yeah, I'll get a host of shit actors yeah. and hope for the best. Oh, right. Um, I guess we should start looking at films coming out this week coming up on Friday. Yeah. So yeah. we have Shame, which is um, everyone's favourite, Michael Fassbender. Uh, yeah, his new that. film. Uh, War Horse. Um, got Benedict Cumberbatch in it. Not yeah. sure how that's going to go. I read, um, I read the book in second year of college. Oh, I read some of the book in second year of college. Um, and it, the book was quite good. Uh, but, yeah, I, I like the look of it. I really like the look of it. I think it's going to be like, like it's obviously like a, like an epic, isn't it? It's obviously like the way it's been shot and everything. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard some negative things about it, but I'm not sure on, like, I don't know if it's just people saying it for the sake of it to yeah. get uh, publicity because of being off a bit. As, I mean, I like the idea of it maybe being told from the horse's point of view. I think that'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like, if we, if we saw it, what, the it's, horse struggle... You, you can know, get Sarah Jessica yeah. Parker in, because she speaks horse, <laughs> isn't she? I'm sure she does. Yeah, well, I mean, that was, she was she was rumoured to be playing the love interest, I think. Um, no, yeah, I, I, think, I think it looks uh, it looks like, obviously, visually very impressive, and uh, you yeah. obviously, you're always going to get that with Steven Spielberg, Spiel. anyway. Yeah. So. Uh, there's The Darkest Hour out next week. Oh yeah, I really, really want to see that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I do. I know, but I'm I'm sort of a uh, a glutton for punishment when it comes to sort of weird shit sci-fi. Uh, like, does yeah. it just does it? The trailer doesn't make sense. There's a bit. The people must have seen the trailer by now, so I'm fine talking about stuff that yeah. was in the trailer. Uh, aliens, whatever they are, uh, balls of electricity, balls of nothing, whatever they are, they're <laughs> killing people. Like you see them disintegrate a dog, you see them disintegrate a policeman quite quickly but yeah. then as the progress of the trailer like you see the these like aliens or whatever capturing the main cast of the humans like you see one of them pulling one along the floor with like an electrical beam yeah and you just think to yourself why you just kill them no yeah, sense yeah. you know yeah i don't i mean i don't know entirely like how how it works but it does look like uh that that would be a pretty fucking fast invasion doesn't it because yeah yeah they don't really yeah they appear from nowhere uh, completely disintegrate you and then disappear. That's uh, that's yeah. So that's I, formidable I mean, I'll, I'll I will be seeing it, so it will be interesting yeah. to see how yeah, the that goes. Yeah, I to see what we what we both think about it because I yeah. have, I have a feeling I'm gonna like it and I think you're gonna not like it. So that might be quite interesting to see uh, to see our our different reports on it. Right, do you not think the main character? I think it's, I'm assuming he's the main character, the main guy, trying to look like Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, in what, the in, like in the in the hair and the yeah, like in the in the trailer, it's very like I don't know, like it's almost a bit weird that he's trying yeah. to look so similar. I don't know if he's trying to a very very a very very poor man's Leonardo DiCaprio. <coughs> well, the, the fact that Leonardo DiCaprio cost a fortune, we probably need a poor man's Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> yeah. flying around somewhere, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah fair point. Um, and what was the other film out? I've forgotten what it's called now. Um. Hair margin wire. call. Oh, Hairwire and Margin Call. A Hairwire. What do you think? I'm looking forward to it again. Um, <laughs> I imagine it'll be shit, but um, it's like I, I really female like born. Cast. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much the best way to sum it up, isn't it? Really? Yeah, I think it looks really. I mean, the story looks really, really, really just unoriginal, and you know, someone, some sort of government agent gets. Uh, it's double crossed and they don't by their own yeah by their own government yeah that that, over the last 20 years that must be probably the most used 
uh, like plot point in fucking in any action film because someone's always fucking double crossed down there. But um, I really like the <clears throat> I really like the cast. Um, and yeah, it's yeah, got so quite it's got quite a large cast now, hasn't it? Yeah, and people are actually like decent like <laughs> decent actors. You know what I mean? I mean, Fast yeah. is in that as well, isn't he? So um, so uh, new McGregor as well. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm, maybe it'll be maybe it'll be a, um, I mean because I, I thought the Bourne films were good so it, I think it'll be yeah. I think it'll be like a strong decent film yeah I don't think it'll be groundbreaking but I think it'll be you know above average probably yeah. and then and then obviously we'll, we'll, we'll await the inevitable uh, sequel or prequel depending on how well it does <laughs> yeah probably um, and then what is it margin call not yep. too sure on what this is about. Uh, it looks to be about the recession, so that's always fun um, <laughs> to watch what we're going through yeah. while we're going through it, uh, yeah. and probably just feel really bad about yourself while tough, you're watching it as well. Um, there's a there's a film called Company Men um, that was out last year. That when, was really good, wasn't it? Like, yeah, I really enjoyed it. But uh, it's the sim. It's a similar sort of thing where every now and then. Um, Ben Affleck, I mean, I think he's right now. I think he's like at the peak of his powers. I mean, everything he touches he, for me is a win. But yeah. every now and then it just sort of dawned on you that it was like, oh, yeah, hang on, this isn't true. And they've got fuck loads of money, like all of them. I don't <laughs> want to sound like my dad. Believe me, I don't want to sound like my dad. But um, the, the, like the, the, if it's, if it's anything like that in the, the similar sort of thing, it does sort of depress you a lot to think uh, that pretty much everyone involved is trying to portray um, what they think. I'm not going to say my life, like specifically, but <clears throat> what everyone's like at the moment because of what's going on. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the synopsis on uh, IMDb is a thriller that revolves around the key people at an investment bank over a 24-hour period during the early stages of the financial crisis. Yeah. Now, I don't see how you can make that into a thriller, personally, <laughs> but if they've done that, hats off to them. I, I mean, yeah. it's got a good cast. Zachary Quinto, yeah, it does. It Kevin does. Spacey. Yeah. Someone was like, oh, it's got Paul Bettany in it. And I was like, well, that's not a good good, good cast, really. But uh, Jeremy Ann's... Yeah, um, yeah, it does look pretty, it looks yeah. pretty strong there. I'm going to have to ensure that my dad goes nowhere near this film. Because <laughs> right. um, this, this, I mean, this, this, would, this would kill him in an <laughs> orgasm of sort of annoyance. Like, I, the, the, I mean, I don't know what would happen to him chemically, but um, I'd prob- <laughs> you'd probably just find... Sort of one globule of just liquefied rage and one of just <laughs> just pure smug just come, you know what I mean? Because this is, I mean, this is when we were in, we were in, I was in New York just before Christmas, and uh, like uh, one of the things I wanted to see was the Occupy movement. So um, we obviously went down, and uh, I wasn't with him at the time, but he went down separately uh, because there were him and my mum got lost, and they walked off down in that direction. Was he just heckling? <laughs> Oh, he came, but he came back, and he was. I, I've never seen. I've never seen the reaction on a human being. It was amazing because <laughs> he was absolutely. I mean, he was. He was just livid, and he was just distraught at like what was happening and the greed of these people. As he, you know, as I suppose everyone is. But yeah. it was coupled with this sort of this sort of smug rage, and all he wanted to do was discuss them fucking bangers and just. <laughs> <laughs> We know what had gone on, but no one, no, because no one rose to the bait. Everyone knew it was good, what was coming, so no one, no one, <laughs> yeah, no one said a thing. Me. I was thinking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, go and get my on the day we leave. I'm gonna get my passport, go and meet them at the taxi, and he's, he's gonna be fucking, he's not gonna be coming. He's gonna go and he's gonna occupy Wall Street you know, <laughs> on his own. 
I was well expecting that to happen, but yeah, so I'm going to have to keep him away from this because this is the sort of stuff that um, it's sort of like when I was younger and I wasn't allowed to watch uh, like 18s, this is the sort of stuff I need to keep him away from, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, 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 it's fuel for the fire, isn't it? I yeah, think exactly. for some people, yeah. Damage is fragile mind, yeah. <laughs> I say, it came out of nowhere this one actually, like, I only heard of it yesterday, so it'll yeah. be... Uh, an odd one to to go and see. I think it must have been released. Uh, it was at, it must have been at like one of the festivals, probably like maybe Sundance or whatever. And then it released like um, like last year in in America, and then obviously we get it. Um, yeah, a bit later, obviously, you know? yeah, later. I mean, I under the radar as well for a film with like with such a big cast. You know? Yeah, I mean, like I say, I mean, um, I work in the sim, which makes things a lot easier for me to do reviews and things like that, so so that people know. Um, a lot we get stuff in like sometimes a year in advance for some films but usually it's a couple of weeks before and none of it we've had nothing for this film yeah. whatsoever to even put up a poster you know it's the, the smallest thing we've had nothing for it i'd be surprised yeah. i reckon it'll be um depending on the size of the cinemas where places will get this because i uh, i haven't i think it'll be key cities yeah yeah i mean I, there'll, there'll probably be somewhere in leeds that i'll be able to go and see it but um i can't imagine like the the view cinema that's closest to me only has about eight screens, I think. So I can't imagine yeah. they'll get it, you know. See, I doubt like somewhere like Middlesbrough would get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I just... I, 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 even if it did, I mean, that's, that's no offense to anyone listening from Borough. Um, but yeah, even if it did, that isn't that isn't doing well in Borough, is it? You know. What well, I mean? no, it's not. No, I mean, I don't think anyone would care. I mean, Can we're I from Middlesbrough, so it's fine. For, uh, that <laughs> call, you know, I can't, you know, I can't imagine that that's going to happen. I can never, I can never envisage that. Yeah. We had a few. Actually, the other day we had a few kids in going to see uh, The Iron Lady, and we were we had to say to them like, "Do you understand what this film's about?" And they were yeah, like, "Yeah." Really? And I was like, cool. "You know, they were, like, they were probably about nine or ten. Really? You know, yeah. Oh, actually, no, they're probably uh, it's a twelve, isn't it? So they're probably around the twelve line. I think. Yeah. I think around that age, probably just probably thought it was something else. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, they they must have. They must have slept through a lot of that film. Probably, oh, I yeah. Know, I don't know, kids. How old are kids when they stop sleeping at the cinema? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> all kids seem to do these days at the cinema is go in there and just uh, be a wanker. Yeah. And uh, oh, they, yeah. Pay, they pay they pay five fifty six pounds to go into a screen to be a wanker and get kicked out after yeah. 25 minutes. And then be like, oh, I've been kicked out of the cinema. That cost yeah. me money. Like, I don't know. I don't know where kids get money for these days. It's... Like, it's it's to pay for shit like mentality, that. isn't it? It's shocking. Yeah. I mean, that's why. All jokes aside, that is why. Like, um, for me, the best time to go to the cinema would be like today at about uh, half one, because there's just no one about, and it's it's bliss. Because you get this, you yeah. get the cinema yourself, and the only other people in there, if there ever is anyone, they've they've come for exactly the same reason. So yeah, it's that's it's, why I go on Friday mean? mornings. It's yeah no one there yeah. and sometimes you have a screen to yourself but like yeah everyone there is I mean, watching I, the film so want to see it a couple of times over christmas when i like just after christmas obviously uh, mission impossible came out on boxing there and i wanted to go and to go and see it and there was a few times when because all the kids were off and things i was in town i was like oh yeah i might go and watch mission impossible not a fucking chance i get you get <laughs> the, like you get the foyer and you just you like right well even if only a quarter of these are going to see Mission Impossible, fuck it, I'm not. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So that, I I blame them for why I haven't seen that. And even though it's an 18, that's why I haven't seen Girl with a Dragon Tattoo yet as well because I imagine that um, they'll find somewhere ruining that for me. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of the people who've been to see it up there from our end, I mean, it's it's been quite a a, a decent older crowd. So yeah, hopefully you've probably 
probably dodge the the shit that's in between. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should hopefully, if I get a chance, I'm gonna pull a pull a double at some point this week and go and see them both, and then because uh, like there's still a lot of showings on, but you never know how quick. Obviously, with stuff coming out this week, I want to watch as well. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, well, there's five films coming out this week, I think, yeah. in most cities. Um, I'd say what tw- uh, 20th of January, which would be the next Friday, which I guess we can talk a little bit about. There's one, two, three, four, five, six films that will probably go to more cinemas coming oh, yeah. out, which is obviously for more cinemas. Half of the screens of now will now have a new film in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'll. Yeah, which is which. To be to be fair, like um, January's an odd month like that because you go from December where uh, no one brings anything out because uh, you know Harry Potter 12's coming out and no one's to try and compete with that. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like it's going to be. I know they've had, you know, ten years off or whatever. But Lord of the Rings, the Hobbit's coming back, and that's sort of stuff. Yeah, no one's going to be so doing no anything next anything Christmas. Yeah, exactly. So it's like no one brings anything out then. Um, and the the films that came out like at the end of November were still all in the cinema until now, and then everything comes out in January again, doesn't it? Yeah. Like really you should true. see how dead July is this year. I mean, like two weeks before the the Dark Knight comes out, nothing comes out. Yeah. Because they know, if, like, they come out a week before the Dark Knight, they're only going to get a week. Yeah. And that's right. it. You know, yeah. the like everything comes out in like August is absolutely chock a block full of films. Yeah. Try to uh, try to get it in. Yeah. yeah. Try to get it in once the Dark Knight's finished. But let's. I mean, twentieth of twentieth of January, we've got Coriolanus, which is Ralph. Uh, Ralph Fiennes is directing, starring film, first film he's directed. Gerard Butler. Um, well, you've yeah, you've uh, you've definitely. I mean, with Ger- with mentioned Gerard Butler, that you've definitely made me want to not go and see that. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's just like um, it'll probably just be de- a, a generic um, action film for that one. I'm I'm imagining. You got Jedgar, which is um, Leonardo DiCaprio and Clint Eastwood. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tipped for yeah, probably yeah. tipped for an Oscar somewhere. Yeah, that would be big, wouldn't it? Uh, the Sitter, Jonah Hill. Oh yeah. Sam Rockwell. Oh, looks. Yeah, I'll see that. Looks pretty daft. Probably yeah, see that. Yeah, another one. I'll see that. I'll uh, I'll probably enjoy <laughs> everyone else. And I think it's still got fat Jonah Hill, which yeah, is good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, get get him while you can, people. Yeah, uh, thin Jonah Hill's just not. It's just, it's, yeah. It doesn't. Even if he said the same thing, it's not as funny anymore. Well, he he, is, he has a line as well in. Uh, funny people where he says to Seth Rogen um, you shouldn't have lost all that weight there's nothing funny about a physically fit man and it's like yeah but you've got to you've got to live and die by your own words Jonah you know what I mean <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah I mean he's literally just thinned down ridiculously yeah. hasn't he as well I mean 21 Jump Street doesn't look yeah, as funny it. Yeah. because that's he's lost like five stone or something yeah, and it's know, just it's like crazy. I, I, it'll probably be a decent film but it would probably have been funnier if he was a fatty who's not laughing at that <laughs> uh, to start you off with, you've already got the you know the you know the joke where he, he inevitably spills food down himself or falls <laughs> over because he's overweight. You know, everyone loves that. It's a universal comedy. Uh, you've got Underworld Awakening 3D. There's another, one. There's another one. I don't know if it's a prequel, sequel. I don't yeah, know where you know that lands. Mean, how many is that now? Four, five Underworld Underworld films. One it of which might be four. I think it might be four. Beckinsale isn't in. No, so, she is. She's in it. No, she. I think she's in this one, but she was, wasn't the one where she got where she was replaced by someone else, or she her character wasn't just wasn't in it. Uh, I can am, have I, a look. T- am I talking absolute ass? Okay, thanks, Stella. I was I was sure there was one where um, uh, I can't remember the actress's name, but it was the one from 
uh, Doomsday. And she right, so let's have a look. Which was the first one? Is it just called the Underworld? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to the Underworld. <laughs> for, for a holiday. Uh, right, Underworlds. Then there was Underworld Evolution. Yeah. Then there was Rise of the Lycans. Was that the last one? Yeah, and was she not in that? No, no, she was in all of them. Well, it says oh, fair enough. But Celine, she her character. Maybe I'm, maybe I am, maybe I'm desperately trying to try to claw something back here, and I'm totally wrong. In which case, I'll bail out now. Uh, <laughs> right. But, but my point still is valid. Uh, yeah, there's just fucking no need for this, is there? You know. No, there's not. I mean, I think they've just thought Resident Evil have brought a 3D film out, and it did all right. Um, we'll bring a pretty bog standard 3D vampire. Like whatever the shit's going yeah. on in that film. Yeah, exactly. We'll just bring out a generic story, and they'll probably make. Yeah. Actually, to be honest, I don't even think they'll make profit on it. Let's have the last film. The last film. Co yeah, last film cost thirty-five mil to make. They made ninety overall worldwide. Take away some publicity stuff. They probably made about thirty million on that, which is a bit shit for a film. Yeah. But I reckon they'll they'll probably take it, won't they? You know, they're not. Yeah, some uh, uh, the studios S Gem, which sounds a, like a very small studio, so they'll probably be like, yeah, that's a lot yeah. of money to us. Whereas like, if Pirates of the Caribbean only made thirty million, you'd never hear of Pirates of the Caribbean ever again. No, no. Yeah. Oh yeah, here we go. Uh, Beckinsale did not record any new footage um, for the last one. A scene from Underworld was used to bookend the film. Uh, Beckinsale also provided a monologue for the beginning of the film. So, oh, so she uh, wasn't in the, the actual chunk of the film, the main core of the film. No, she didn't. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. Interesting, interesting story about Underworld, right? When the very first one came out, um, like, like, what was it, like, two thousand and well, I don't know, two thousand and two, two thousand and three, something like uh, that. Something like that, yeah. Um, I, I was obviously like, I was twelve or thirteen, and I went with my dad to go and watch it, but. Um, I couldn't I couldn't get in because I was too young. So we bought tickets for uh, Italian Job, the remake of the Italian Job with Jason Statham. Yeah. And when we got into like we just walked into Underworld. When we sat down in under in the Underworld show, fucking Italian Job started playing on the screen. So we were like, how do we you know we got the wrong cinema? What's going on anyway? About five minutes into it. Uh, the screen went like blank. Well, like music cut off, and the screen was I think the film was still running, and someone came in like someone came in and said oh we've put the wrong one in like the wrong film in the wrong thing and they were like so you can all have um you can all have free tickets like they give you like a free ticket stub and you can use it to go and see underworld at any time yeah uh, and because we made a mistake you can all stay and watch italian job and as soon as he left everyone fucking got up and left <laughs> no one no one stayed to watch italian job at all <laughs> it was like you know and you got that like a crowd and Everyone's like, can we just, can we leave? You know what I mean? Everyone's edging to go. My dad was just like, do you want to watch this? And I was like, no, not really. So we got up and left, and just everyone, everyone left as well. No one went to see Italian job. It was brilliant. <laughs> uh, oh, was, when was this Andrew about 2003? It made a lot more money than the uh, Underworld did. But, uh, really? Did yeah, it made about 100 mil more. You know. It's the whole cars thing again, in it, though, you know? And, yeah. Uh, and the fact that it was only a 12 or whatever and, you know, people, right. people watch shit, won't they? Let's face it. This is just a rumour that I, <laughs> I've just found and find slightly hilarious. I'm, uh, I'm on Box Office Mojo, so I typed in the Italian job, see what uh, the deal was with that film. The Brazilian job, <laughs> a.k.a. the Italian job 2, Paramount, 
and not yet released. So that's on the cards by the looks of things. What is it? A script? Like a the spec script or? No, no, it's, it's, it, it's actually getting made. I don't know. It's just a. It they've sounds got like it. a pawn, man. It sounds like a, <laughs> a Brazilian job. <laughs> they've just got it in, like they've just got it like uh, booked in. Oh, so. so it's in production. Uh, it might be. I'm, I'll have a look on uh, IMDb. That, that there you go. There you go. I mean, I, I can only imagine. Like, hopefully this this shit goes in cycles, and we just we just happen to be caught in the middle of a particularly shitty cycle of sequels and just fucking unoriginal ideas. I mean, to, for me, like the the one that sort of sums it up is the fact that uh, there was a fucking Johnny English film. I mean, yeah. like the first Johnny no, Yeah, the first Johnny English when I was fucking ten wasn't funny. So like, <laughs> exactly, to get, yeah, it wasn't, to wait it wasn't a good ten film. years to make a sequel to it, um, uh, especially after they'd already had uh, Get Smart out and all that sort of stuff. Uh, that to me was like, like all, all you need to do is have a shit idea, and you could oh, I've already had a shit idea a few years ago, and just repeat it, and you can you can do it again. It, like, it gives watching. me hope to get into the filming no, business. No, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got you got to use it as fuel, haven't you? Because you got to look at it and think. I mean, fucking hell, just just having a look down, like, at releases, there's so many things with just two or three or 3D tacked on the end now. Yeah. It, it's uh, almost what... as if they make the deals in advance, so it's like, oh, well, you know, we sell you the rights to what have you. And if you want, uh, just put 3D on the end as well, and then you've got the, the sequel. Oh, wait a couple of years and re-release it in 3D, you know. Yeah, I mean, the Men in Black, 3D. I mean, yeah. I want to see that anyway, because I like the Men in Black films, but number yeah. two was yeah. pretty shit. Will so, Smith as well. So I mean, that, yeah, that's always, that's always. It good. looks like he's back to his best. Yeah. You know, I sick of him doing serious films. Yeah, I know. Yeah, stick to what you stick to what you know, Will. Yeah. Yeah, stick to the comedy. Stick to the yeah. the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You know, that's yeah. what that's what we know him for. That's what we love. And your rapping career. Get. I think he should release one more album. Yeah. I I hope I hope to God he's got a Men in Black three song. Yeah. Oh, he did be, one and two. He has to do three. Yeah. I mean. Nod your head. <laughs> nod your head was terrible. But I loved it nonetheless. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember. Uh, I remember hearing it a lot at the uh, at the time, man. Yeah, that was a uh, yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, he's got to have one, hasn't he? He's got. To, uh, he'll do something, won't he? He has to. I mean, bring back uh, Jazzy Jeff to do the to lay the beat down. Hopefully. I mean, if I mean, he has to do something. I, I'd actually not see the film if he doesn't bring out a song. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. yeah I'll, I'll make a pact with yeah. 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 He's not it made the wild wild the wild wild west was a shit film, but the song was amazing. So it then made the film amazing. Right, so yeah, they I mean, have that, to do the yeah. same. That might be one of the worst films ever made, mightn't it? Yeah, it was. It was bad. Yeah, there's but a there's then. a segment. That, yeah, stay tuned because there's a segment that we'll be doing uh, one week, the worst films ever made. So yeah, yeah stay tuned. That could that be one. quite a, a lengthy podcast, <laughs> yeah. to be totally yeah, honest. Yeah. Get get a week off work. And we'll yeah, I mean, quite frankly, 2011 <laughs> was an absolute yeah. shit storm yeah. of films. Yeah. It was really bad. Yeah. So we'll just have to wait and see. But, um, so is that everything that's coming out next week? Yeah, I think we've covered everything. I think we've hit a bit on um, uh, the the week after as well, but we'll probably go into more detail of that. Yeah. Uh, it says here I'm looking at the like the uh, the official like UK film release schedule, and it says that Hairwire isn't actually out till next Wednesday. So yes. Hairwire must be actually coming out the weekend the weekend after that. Yeah, it's on uh, advanced previews. Wednesday, Thursday, then it'll it, yeah. they'll say its official release would be the Friday, 
but uh, I think it's just because some films actually want to come out on an Orange Wednesday. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. To get yeah, the figures yeah, in yeah, and hopefully yeah, spread yeah. word of mouth. Plus, it looks like it's the only one coming out then, so that might be why they've on the Wednesday. So that might be why they've done it, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. films like Harry Potter usually avoid Wednesdays. Like bigger films usually avoid coming out on a Wednesday because I don't, I don't know how Orange Wednesdays work personally, but. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, yeah. With, with, you mean regarding like the amount of money they can make off? Because yeah. For Harry Potter, then you can you know you're going to get two people to pay for it regardless. Whereas a film like Hairwire, getting enough one people in with a freebie is probably better than yeah. Yeah, better than nothing at all. To be totally honest. So yeah. Yeah. Um. So we've gone over this week. Next week, uh, films to look out for, I guess. The Darkest Hour. Yeah. Uh, margin call if you wanted to press yourself. Yeah. Um, see War Horse because uh, yeah, that, I, I reckon that'll be I reckon that'll be big. I reckon it'll be uh... it'd be big among the older generation as well. A lot of older people are trying yeah, to get because yeah. it's a theater, isn't it? It's a theater production, which yeah. see a lot of people probably would have seen. And shame, yeah. uh, we didn't really say much about this actually. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Um, looks pretty decent. Oscar tipped for a best film and yeah. best actor. Fast so, is just a fucking he's just a machine man and he just he knows what he's doing. Well yeah, I mean how many films has he got out of two thousand and twelve? I think he's got four. He just he's, got, he's just he's all over it man, like yeah. he put the camera in front of him and uh, he lacked his balls off regardless, won't he? So Well I don't, yeah, I, mean, I don't know who this is, by the way, I don't know what I'm doing here. I, I don't know <laughs> that isn't me, is it any, any of the last like thirty seconds? That doesn't sound like me at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> downloads, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Right. Final thoughts, right? Final thought. Yeah. Total recall. Ah, Colin yeah. Farrell. Yeah, what? tough one. Um, I, I don't like the original. Um, I I think I don't like the original, but I love Arnie. Yeah, yeah, he's a difficult one to sort of recast, isn't he? In like remakes and stuff like that, because um, as the guy who was Conan found out, like I don't think fucking like, terrible. That's yeah. that, that was heinously bad. <laughs> That's um, unbelievable. That film, unbelievable. I'm glad bad. I didn't see it. I'm glad I just absolutely panned it before i even had a chance to see it what, what what did you did you did you say you didn't like the original total recall either? well i mean I, i'm trying to remember it but it was uh, it's just a bit it's a bit shit it's, <laughs> it's a bit it's, it's it was a bit daft i think yeah. uh, I, I, I don't know it depends like if it's more like the story that it's based on um, yeah then maybe it'll be like maybe maybe there won't even be too much of a similarity but obviously because it's called Total Recall, and I can't really remember what the story's called that Total Recall's based on, but it's Philip K. Dick who wrote, like, um, Minority Report and Blade Runner and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's apparently, like, the story's quite, I haven't read the story either, but it's quite different from the, the Total Recall film, so whether they'll go down that route and try and make it more like the the story, and then, like I said, maybe we won't have to draw comparisons, because... Yeah, it might um, be a bit more serious Colin this Farrell time isn't coming off well, is he, against... Uh, Against Arnie, is he really? Well, no. I mean, it doesn't matter if Arnie can act as bad as he wanted, he's still going to be loved regardless. Yeah. Because he's Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger, well, I mean, so. I mean, yeah, look at, his, look at his recent debauchery, and uh, that's all seemingly blown over, hasn't it, to, uh, to an extent? Well, exactly, yeah. So, yeah. right. So, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you uh, maybe next week or the week after. Yeah, fingers crossed. Cheers for having me, man. Yeah, no worries. See you later. Bye bye.